This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. Immunizations and booster shots are not just for kids. Many of us already get our annual flu shot from the local pharmacy, but what other immunizations and vaccinations should we be talking about as adults? And how can community pharmacists help? Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, is here to answer those questions and also to take your calls about anything related to pharmacy and pharmacists, the numbers before we get to Dean, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Hi, Dean. Welcome. Hi, Libby. Okay, so immunizations and booster shots, that's something that's very easy to forget about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know what? I think what happened in December, which is actually a pretty big change for for the general public is that, uh, you know, the, the government has now opened up um, immunizations and some of the boosters and, and whatnot to be accessible through your local pharmacy, which is a big, big change. I mean, as everybody knows, you used to have to go to the doctor for the majority of those things. And a few years ago, we all started to get used to getting our flu shots from the pharmacist. So now it's now it's much bigger and it's uh, there's more availability of different vaccines through your pharmacy. So what are some of the vaccines and what are some of the vaccines that we have to think about getting booster shots? You know, when when I thought back to it, I think, oh, Gee, I remember getting a lot of these things before we went to Brazil in the year 2000. That means I probably need some boosters. Well, yeah, for sure. And, and you know, your typical stuff when you get, you, you know, when you're a kid and, you know, tetanus shots and measles, mumps and rubella and all that, that, that still sits with your, 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 your physician. But, but, you know, it's stuff like, um, uh, you know, for instance, for chickenpox or for, uh, you know, we've, we've talked and there's been a lot of, of um, information out there lately about uh, human papilloma virus and, 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 and kids getting it. And, you know, the government, uh, you know, changed the rules and, you know, girls, you know, in grade seven got it and, and above. And, you know, just a lot of those protective things, and as you call them, like booster shots and whatnot, um, are available now from, from some pharmacists. And I'm going to say some pharmacists for now. And it'll be, I think, sort of like flu, where it's going to start to get more widespread as we go, because it's a brand new thing. Okay, so again, which uh, specific uh, shots can you get at the pharmacy? Well, of course, I mean, we've now had flu shots in pharmacy now for uh, for a few years. And of course, the majority, you know, over 90% of the pharmacists now in the province... Uh, have taken training to to got uh, or to be able to administer uh, flu shots. So that that one's sort of we're all used to that. We all know that you know most pharmacies give that now. But then some of the new ones are for shingles, for instance. That's a, that's you know um, 
uh, you know, it's always been one that, uh, you know, people know they have to get and, and, and certainly people over 50 uh, should really think about shingles. And it's, um, you know, it's paid for by the government, but only if you're between 65 and, and 70. Yeah. And the other interesting thing about it being available in the pharmacy is that I remember uh, like that particular vaccine, uh, you don't have a lot of time. Uh, from the time you take it out of the fridge to the time it's injected. So that removes a whole layer of difficulty. Yeah. Because I think it used to be that you had to pick it up from the pharmacy and then take it to the doctor and the doctor would inject right. it. Right. And, 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 you know, some of those, I mean, a few short years ago, it had to be kept frozen and, and, I'm speaking like deep freeze frozen. So, so you know, minus minus 18 or whatever it is. Now, things have changed a little bit, but the new uh the new regulations for instance just focusing on on shingles allows you still need a prescription from your doctor. So, I mean, if you have a a doctor, you're over 50, you know, they can even phone it into the pharmacy. Uh but the pharmacist can now give it. So, you don't have to do that very irritating go to the doctor go to the pharmacy and get the medication, go back to the doctor and wait again. And sometimes that takes weeks. Now you can just, you know, get in touch with the doctor. You'll get a prescription, take it to the pharmacy, and then the pharmacist can administer the, the vaccination. So so it saves, a, it's a big time saver as well. So. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what are some of the other uh, immunizations? Yeah, so, you know, for... for uh, Especially for the female population, and and actually, it's it started to uh, you know uh, get much more uptake with males. I mean, um, uh, Gardasil or or, or Cirivax, which is uh, human papilloma virus. Um, yeah, that's another. Uh, incredibly popular one. I, I think shingles would probably be the one most commonly known. Uh, that would probably be the second uh, most commonly known. But there's other things as well, you know, like travel vaccines, like uh, like Japanese encephalitis and and uh, 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 cockle uh, vaccines. Hepatitis uh, is another one. So these are these are all ones that are quite commonly given, especially if you're traveling. You know, so so you know, a new phenomena that sort of started mm-hmm. uh, out there is a lot of pharmacists specializing in travel vaccines, and you know, if you're going to a foreign country, um, you know, uh, even uh, especially like a third world country, there's a lot of different vaccines that you might uh, need to get. So the pharmacists, uh, or I should say, some pharmacists out there, uh, will be able to advise you quite uh, quite easily on on what you can uh, what you should be taking oh. and and let how me, you should be taking it. Let me see if. I can so if you're going to a third world country, you should get the hepatitis. Yeah, I mean they all vary. I mean there's a great. I mean the Health Canada website is great to advise you about what you should and shouldn't take. And there's a lot of variation between countries, but for sure hepatitis is one that's almost widespread. You know, just because of you know, um, you know the water quality and that sort of thing. So hepatitis is a very very common one, especially uh, for travel. Right, and then there's that uh, oral vaccine, the Ducarol yep. against yeah. E. coli. Yeah, that's one that's uh, it's it's interesting because a lot that's been around for a long time and a lot of people don't even know about it. Um, it's 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 quite ex- it's quite expensive. You know, usually if your drug coverage doesn't cover it, it's over a hundred dollars. But I tell you, what a great drug for travelers' diarrhea and you know if you ever go someplace where the water's tainted. Boy, that that drug is amazing. It's called Ducarol, as you said, and and uh, it really does prevent travelers' diarrhea better than anything I've ever seen. Well, uh, you know, if 
if you get if you go on a big holiday somewhere far yeah. and you get that, uh, it's going to cost you more than a hundred dollars and wreck your holiday. <laughs> wreck your holiday is the key. I yeah, because it could cost you a lot more than a hundred dollars in in. Uh, you know, traveling to a foreign co- country and not having any fun at all. So. Okay, well, let's take one call before we go to break. We've got Frank in Downsview. Hello, Frank. Hi, hi, Libby. Uh, listen, uh, I'm over 80, and when I when I go to the doctor for for my sh- uh, shots, I got all the shots when I go out of the country. Uh, but uh, certain shots are not available once you're over 80. Yeah, I mean there is a there is some of them, Frank, like that you know you have to take some special precautions with, and I think that's maybe what what they're talking about, especially some of the some of the ones like like I mentioned, something as rare as Japanese encephalitis and things. I mean, it does have a big side effect profile. Some of these and makes you feel like you almost have the flu. So a lot of times in seniors that are you know over eighty, um, you know they use it with an extra degree of caution. Well, uh, was there other specific ones that you were uh, concerned about? Well, yeah, there is. Uh, I, I have all the all the shots, like they call them, what a travelers. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole yeah, series of them, uh, especially hep- stuff like hepatitis. Stuff, yeah, yeah. I got all that, and yeah. uh, I, I wonder if there's something else that I should have. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very careful. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just came back from Mexico, and you have to be careful with the way, yep. you know, the food is served there. Yeah. Well, that drug we were just talking about, Ducarol, is, I mean, Mexico is a perfect uh, example of a country where, you know, sometimes the water is a little bit questionable or the, the sanitary facilities are a little bit questionable, and that's right. a perfect example. That one... By the way, I mean, no problem over 80. That's not an injectable. That is something that you mix up in, in a little bit of fluid and you just drink it. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's a, but, but if you're going to Mexico or you travel to some of those uh, countries fairly regularly, I would talk to your pharmacist and, and make arrangements to get it. Uh, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's Do great. Do I have to it's have wonderful. a doctor's prescription for that? Uh, you you don't necessarily need a doctor's prescription uh, to get it, but if you have uh, third-party drug coverage, uh, get, if you get a doctor's prescription, um, you'll get it covered. Okay, so what's the name again? Ducarol. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the Ducarol? yeah. So D U K O R A L. Uh huh. D U K. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, thanks, welcome. Frank. Thank you. And uh, glad to hear that he's traveling all around the world. Over eighty. Good zoomer. Good example. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I am here with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Dean Miller, and we're going to get right to your calls. We've got Pat in St. Catharines. Hello, Pat. Oh, hi. Um... I had a question for the pharmacist with respect to the flu vaccine. Go ahead. Um, on uh, AM740, they had advertised that there was a special uh, flu vaccine for seniors. Nobody in the St. Catharines area, my doctor never heard about it, and nobody had it. Yeah, Pat, I think what what they're talking about is this year's release of flu vaccine. There was two kinds. One was a, what they call a trivalent vaccine and one was called a quadrivalent vaccine. And I think what they're talking about is the quadrivalent 
vaccine. The high dose yes. vaccine. Yes. Because. Uh, available here. At, and my yeah. doctor didn't even know about it. Yeah. You know, what ended up happening, and, you know, this happens almost every year, and I'm not blaming anybody, but, but you know, they try and predict what kind of quantities of each one of the vaccines will be available. And what they do is they ship them out. Uh, to the various distributors to get them out to pharmacies. And, you know, they just try and take a guess at, yeah, at, at you know, what kind so of quantities they're going to use. Would have so. it available where well, would? you know what? I, I, I don't think that's true, Pat. I think I think it's, it's sort of hit and miss. And, and, you know, depending on what distributor has it on any given day and what kind of mm. order that the pharmacy places, I, I think for next year, because uh, we're almost through full, uh, flu season this year, uh, as far as the, the uh, vaccinations go, I think... Um, you know, go see your pharmacist early. Uh, say, you know, you're you're a senior. You know, you you want, as Libby said, the high dose or the quadrivalent vaccine, and and just check the availability of it. And uh, you know, odds are, starting early enough, you'll you'll have some availability. But you know, it's a good point you bring up because there is still an opportunity for people to get the flu vaccine this this year, 2017. Yeah, you don't want to get the flu, and and uh, you know, I have to point out that that it shows how effective the education campaign was because it was a little bit ahead of the actual availability of the vaccine. It was, but, it was advertised extensively well, on yeah. the M740, well, and it so annoyed me because I couldn't get it. Yeah. Well, no one heard about it, and, yeah. and and the ad came on, you know, numerous, numerous times, yeah. but no well, we, we run the ads. We don't stock the vaccine. But but uh, the, the issue, I think, to take away is that now we know that the flu vaccine is less effective in older people and that there is another option. Hopefully, right. well, it'll be I more available. Lymphoma, so that's why I was interested, because my immune system is compromised and... Yeah, uh, Pat. You might. One other suggestion is you might want to. I don't know when the last time you checked is, but but the the demand for the vaccine has really dropped in the last couple of weeks. So you might want to just go in and check with your pharmacist now. I already had a flu shot. Oh, oh. you already had a flu shot. Oh, I okay. got the normal okay. one. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully because no one heard about it. No yeah. one knew anything about it. Yeah. Well, it was there was a lot less availability of that one compared to the other one. Okay, okay, Pat. Well, we hope that uh, for next year it'll be uh, better in St. Catharines. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. And uh, let's go to uh, James in Toronto. Hi, James. Hello, good afternoon. Go ahead. Yeah, I'd like to ask the pharmacist uh, just a few questions. First sure. question is, I had um, shingles, internal shingles on my, my right foot. It leaves me a bit um, wobbly walking now. Okay. And uh, I was wondering if it's too late for me to get the the, the, the vaccine. Well, you know what, it it, it, it can come back. So I, I assume it's it's cleared up now, James. Well, <laughs> I have to laugh because um, I have the, the only pain I have I have pain is my ankles. I had it mostly on my ankles and just below my knees. Yeah. All right. And uh, for most of the year, I was walking with a cane. Yeah. All right. But I keep asking my doctor, and he keeps telling me he doesn't give it while, while um, once people get it. So my question is, is it too late for me to get it? Well, it's, ne- it's never too late to get it. I mean, it can come back, and it can come back numerous times. I mean, once the, the only sort of precondition is the fact that you had chickenpox when you were young, 
And yes, now it's did. coming back in another form. And so, you know, I mean, you know, I don't want to second guess your doctor, but, you know, it might be worth getting another opinion to say, hey, you know what, uh, especially, I mean, shingles is so painful. You don't want to, I mean, that, uh, I, you don't I want to get that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and remember, I mean, now sometimes it's just, if you can get the prescription from your doctor, uh, you can just go down to the pharmacist and the pharmacist can give you the injection. So. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot, James. Thank you very much. Good luck with that. Yeah. Okay, bye bye. We've got Tracy in Clear Creek. Hi, Tracy. Hi. I'd like to comment on um, the importance of actually getting the shingles vaccine. It's great. People need to be educated about it. Um, and the reason I think it's important um, I'm 55 years old and I have shingles on my face. Oh, dear. Face. Sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah, and I've had this. It came two years ago, um, a, a severe attack, very debilitating. Um, and, and actually, the, you wouldn't have recognized me to see me, but it causes um, severe pain, um, imbalance in the ear, uh, dizziness. Um, the initial attack lasted quite some time. Um, and I do believe, and people do not understand this, but I do believe it was contributed to my weakened immune system. I have been um, exposed to infrasound, great measures of infrasound emitted from uh, industrial wind turbines that were built around my home. I no longer can live there. But should I have known, um, you know, my mom had said to me at the time, why didn't you have the shingle shot? You know, I was in my early 50s. And I said, I didn't know there was one. And now having the shingles, I would definitely have gotten it. And I asked my doctor about it. I said, gee, you know, I go to the doctor regularly, have my physicals. I said, why, why was that not mentioned? And she said, we don't recommend this until you were 60 years old. But I find in this day and age, there are more and more people who are younger in their 50s getting the shingles. And I'm just, I think, one of these unfortunate ones that, will have it for quite some time. It does It does go away, but I, I, I think that stress um, brings it on again, yep. you know, and I'm living with a bad time right now, but if I could, you know, have the opportunity to go back and have that vaccine, I would definitely pay for it and go for it, and I recommend it highly. Okay, well, um, you know what, Tracy, uh, you should ask your doctor if uh, when you clear up, you, maybe you should have the vaccine, yeah. even though you've already had uh, yeah. shingles yeah and and I did and yes but my problem is it doesn't always it doesn't clear right up like I still get I don't I still get the single the sores that come on you know and the pain like yeah I yeah, it could be because of your compromised right. immune immune system as well uh, uh, but you bring up a good point because the recommended age has has certainly changed so uh, mm-hmm. Your doctor is right. Even a few years ago, it was you know sixty or more. Now it's fifty or more. So, Tracy, mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing You're your welcome. story. And uh, uh, you know, I'm sure people are listening. We appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, we've got Joan in North York. Hello, Joan. Yes, um, I just wanted to comment as well. I went to a shopper's drug mart in North York as quickly as I heard it was out. And the flu shot, and I am a senior, and I had it, and then they just had the one, and I went to my doctor, and I called about a, two months after, and I said, which one did I get? And they said, there's only one. There's no, there isn't one for seniors. 
Well, there is. <laughs> there, thought, like I thought Shoppers Drug Mart, a pretty big pharmacy in, uh, I would think, in the greater Toronto area. How do you find out, like, and I had the flu, I hate to say, for about a, all over the end of November and all of December, I was really sick. So I'm just wondering if there's going to be a, um, they're hoping to get another stronger strain for seniors again. How do you find out, or do you just have to go to your doctor? Well, you know, the, 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 the funny thing about flu is it changes every year. So, so what, what happens, and, you know, we live in the northern hemisphere, so we get a lot of our information from our friends in Australia and New Zealand who get it. They get their flu uh, season starting in, in about April and May, and we get ours starting in about October and November. So, you know, we uh, scientists predict every year what the flu season is going to be like, and, and so it changes every single year. But, you know, most pharmacies, I mean, we get a lot of information about what kind of flu vaccines coming out this year, and we usually start getting that around the end of September. So that's a good time to check, you know, around the end of September, you know, what's the flu season going to be like as far as availability of product and vaccine. So that's a good sort of start point around that last week of September every year. And yeah, and I think Joan is referring again to the high-dose vaccine and right. and um, it should be more available next time. Well, you know, I think, you know, it's just like you know, they get better with it every year and yeah. I think this is sort of the first year that quadrivalent vaccine has been available. So I, I'm sure that next year we'll see it, uh, you know, grow and grow. Yeah. I guess my question was, why wouldn't the pharmacist know, and this is at Fairview Mall, like that's a big mall, busy place. Um, I don't understand lack of knowledge. Yeah, I mean, you know, as pharmacy, I mean, we get a lot. Of, I mean, I'm here today representing the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We send out a bunch of information. So, I mean, I can't speak for the individual pharmacist, but, you know, as pharmacists in general, um, you know, we get a lot of information about flu every year, and it's it. The program gets better every year, so I would I would suggest that uh, you know you might have just hit and, know, and maybe a bad one, <laughs> Joan. Um, you know, for regular listeners to our program, we have pharmacists on every week, and they are extremely knowledgeable. And I would say it's it's like any other uh, professional, your doctor or your dentist or anyone that, you know, shop around and make sure that you yeah. have the right person. And, and if you don't get an answer or you get an answer that you know is wrong, then then um, maybe you should be seeing someone else. It's it's just like with everything else. Okay, well, thank you. So they, basically for next year, I um, maybe even go on the internet. I mean, yeah. Well, don't believe everything there, but go to your pharmacy at the end of September and they should be able to educate you on what that se- what the flu season is going to be like. Okay, thanks for your call because we are out of time. And thank you to Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.